Hey, Todd, in how are you? <laughs> I love it. Hey, Nick, how are you? I'm not too bad, Todd. How are you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, oh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, today I have uh, a, a a coffee. Uh, another. Um, I've had this before. The uh, Higher Grounds coffee. So we've uh, we've linked to that in the show notes. But um, but it's great. Um, what do you What do you have today? I am enjoying a glass of red wine. Uh, it's a it's a Shiraz from Australia. Um, mm. it's a Jacob's Creek. It's quite easy to find around here but it's really nice and very well priced very sharply priced <laughs> sharply it reminds, priced? yes it reminds me of uh university years when um you, you really didn't want to buy the cheapest wine because you get like headaches and stuff but you didn't want to buy yeah. the or you couldn't afford to buy something too good either this is just like it's all right it's good it's after good. a long it's like week a good every yeah every day yeah but yeah, I, I was in the mood for some wine. It's been a long time since I enjoyed a uh, a glass of wine. So um, I was like, yeah. Actually, I think it's the first time in a whew, more more than a month, maybe, that I'm enjoying a glass hmm. of wine. So yeah, thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, we it is so funny. Uh, last night was the first time I had wine in many, many, many months. Uh, so it. It's just another, uh, it's funny. You and I are, are so alike. Uh, I, I forget the name of it. It was, um, Jessica and I did a blue apron cooking, cooking thing last night. And, um, it's a white wine from Portugal. It was super easy to drink. It was so nice. I hope you had more <laughs> was, than one bottle was, then. <laughs> well, we did not. Uh, <laughs> But I, uh, it was enough, you know. I still have to work today, you know. Oh, that's um, right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was Friday? <laughs> uh, how was Friday? Fr- well, my Friday was actually not good, not bad. Any any new pandemics or anything? <laughs> oh man. Uh, it, well, still the same old. The thing is, it's funny you should say that because uh, here in New Zealand, I feel like we have forgotten what's going on around the world. Like, look, mm-hmm. Sunday I'm going to a rugby match and there's going to be like 30,000 people there. You know, like we uh, ha- we're just so, I don't know, disconnected from everything else. It's like We've been COVID-free for, I don't know, more than a month now. So yeah. uh, it's, just, it's just super strange. We have Boy. the occasional idiot that, you know, we have these containment areas or these hotels or these quarantine hotels where mm-hmm. when people arrive, they have to spend like a isolate for a couple of weeks and do tests every, you know, three days, seven days, two weeks, whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, there's an idiot that tries to <laughs> run from the hotel, jumps fences and goes to the supermarket. So we're like, what the hell? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's kind of, the level of kind of exposure they were getting. And I think many people have uh, have wanted for so long to just get over the whole lockdown that mm-hmm. um, we're like, we're going to block out the entire period and just move on with our lives. So yeah, we've been going to stadiums and malls and supermarkets and everything's kind of like back to normal schools, activities, sports, you name it. 
museums. Um, there's there's hardly, there's hardly any. Yeah, yeah, but you know the thing is, I think it's a bit premature between you and I. Like, I think it's just a matter of time until we have really? another case in the community. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I'm looking at our friends in Australia, and uh, Melbourne is back in quarantine now. So they were doing great. They were doing really well. And um, then um, uh, things got really uh, tough again. So they're back in lockdown. And same I, I hear like in other parts of the world. So it's, um, although I, sorry, from, from far away, <laughs> I'm not sure how to <laughs> how to read what's going on in the States because I, I confess oh, I think man. the best word I can come up with is confused. I'm like, I can't really figure yeah. out what's happening yeah. there. It's just... Well, so are we. I mean, it's because there's no national response. You know, it's up to the, the states and uh, there's very little coordination across the nation, which I think leads to a lot of confusion and um, a lot of people, uh, you know, I think in the beginning there was a lot of uh, areas and a lot of people that were locked down and they didn't necessarily need to be yet. And then, you know, their tolerance kind of ran out. And now they really do need to be locked down, um, you know, kind of the more Western, uh, you know, places, uh, Texas or Arizona. Um, and, you know, now they need to be locked down and they're, they're kind of at the end of their, you know, their wits about it. So, hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, it's just, it's like every day it's in the back of your mind, right? What we're thinking about, you know, thinking about it and um, what we're going to do and. I don't know. It's just so bonkers to think that this is real life, you know, that this isn't just an episode of The Walking Dead or <laughs> some other show. It's so surreal at times. This is what I mean by, like, I feel like we're disconnected because I, I was watching Formula One last weekend. I love watching mm-hmm. Formula One. And I was like, why are they wearing masks? You know, like, where are the people? Why are there no spectators? Because right before that, yeah. I was watching rugby and there's like full stadiums. And it's just, yeah. there's like two worlds out there. It's unbelievable. It, it, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's in Austria. In Austria, COVID-19 is still a thing. So that's so why it's, like, the, it's yeah. everywhere, right? And I think there's a lot of places that uh, don't have the the testing or the doctors or the infrastructure to even properly report to know what's happening mm. you know so you have like these big blind spots in the the world health yeah. <laughs> and that's not good i heard last week the uh, world health, world health organization published that it had the uh, or it collected the like highest number of new cases since the um the whole thing started and it was more than 240,000 new cases in one day. That, really? That's wow. just mind, it's mind boggling. The only thing I can think of is that probably large populous areas like South America and maybe Africa are now being, uh, you know, um, severely affected. But I've, yeah. I've kind of stopped and, looking at those maps, you know, it's just it's yeah. depressing. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, um, yeah, I've I've stopped looking and then also um you know the news that I've consumed uh like doesn't talk about Africa as a continent, doesn't talk about barely talks about Europe, doesn't talk about South America as a continent, like just doesn't talk about it. And it, it there has to be 
large, large portions, you know, and many, many people that are being infected. And the particular places that I listen to just don't even talk about it. It's like the focus is so local and, you know, that makes sense. But also this kind of a thing, like, you know, even like you're saying, right? Like, yeah, you have it quite cured or it's gone in New Zealand, but not for long. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. it'll come back because it just it has to right there's yeah, it's like, naive the world, to think the economy won't. yeah it doesn't care about the borders and there's the the crazy person who escapes from the quarantine hotel and goes to the supermarket yeah, and that's right then it's all over so that's right yeah yeah so oh I don't know, man. covid kind of crazy kind of crazy how how are the kids handling it? Pretty good. Um, yeah, they've been doing really well. They're just really like upbeat all the time, you know, just playing and having fun. And we try to keep them occupied with stuff. You know, school is over now, so so the, they don't have that every day. But uh, but yeah, pretty good. Um, they've only been out a couple of times. Mm-hmm. We've we've been out with them. Not very often, um, but but yeah, it, it's worrisome to think about the upcoming school year and what that's going to be like because we still don't even really know. It, that's going to kind of be last minute. They'll figure out like if schools are even going to open or not. <laughs> you know, are we going to be home or a hybrid? And uh, I don't know, even have, you know, them going to school and wearing masks or, you know, not leaving the room ever or just a very, I'm like, I guess I'm worried, a little bit upset about what their school experience is going to be like, Mm. you know, compared to what my experience, you know, the traditional experience of school. Is going to be different. It's definitely going to be different at, for at least a year, if not two. So I don't know. It's um, it's like the, you know, of all the things that they need to to worry about and pay attention to, like this shouldn't be one of them. You know, it's like I don't know. They got a lot of uh, social and educational things to like learn right and to take care of in their brain and to figure out and now they have to like you know subconsciously they have to like think about and worry about like this virus and a disease which they like i mean my kids are so little they like barely understand what that even means you know like what is a virus and like oh it's like you know there's these little (laughs) sometimes i say there's these little guys right there's these little guys these bad guys that are inside and they kind of understand that, but, you know, they just don't get it. Yeah, and so. the pressure must be huge on them and everyone else as well to almost like force this um, uh, level of maturity onto people who mm. are, or children who are just yeah. not ready for it. And there's almost like an expectation for a type of behavior that can only be reasonably expected of much older humans. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, why is your hand on your mouth? Like, that's where microbes go, or that's where viruses are, or whatever. You know, just mm-hmm. that's not twenty seconds of washing. You know, it's just, 
just oh my god and they're like wash like i didn't wash my hands all day today I'm like i know i know because they're sticky they're very sticky yeah oh dear me well how uh how are your kids doing how, um uh, my girls are fine um i'm normal like i said normality has resumed so school is back to normal the going to swimming pools and doing classes, the horse riding, ballet. It transitioned mm-hmm. back from Zoom to actual in-studio. Like tomorrow, yeah. Mara goes for horse riding again, and then she's going to have... Uh, we're in school holidays now. So she's had like an intensive swimming course. The young one is obviously oblivious. She's not three yet, so she doesn't really... Uh, yeah. She can't control her behaviors. There's no... Yeah. There's nothing you can expect there. But um, yeah, it's... um. It's. It feels like the quiet in the middle of the storm. Somehow, it's hard for me to explain the feeling, but um, mm-hmm. it just feels like, um, hey, we've passed the hard kind of uh, situation, but we're still preparing for the inevitable. If that makes sense, like in many ways, like our government hasn't stopped trying to roll out mechanisms for fast contact tracing and for fast, like mm. isolation and stuff like that. Uh, I think the press in New Zealand is a bit mental, if you ask me. Uh, and this is where we lose half of our listeners. I feel like they, they have nothing to write about. So they just go and they pick at the government. They pick at people oh, who... Yeah. like, And they forget that those the leadership we have now, whether you like it or not, they took New Zealand from having lots of COVID cases mm-hmm. uh, in the thousands overall to zero. <laughs> you know and for better or worse where i think we're still mostly okay and uh, i haven't i mean this sure there's unemployment and there's heartache i'm not you know i'm not saying that it's been completely painless far from it but if i had to choose a situation to be in i would choose this one no doubt in my mind where you know we can go for walks and hug people when we see them on the street without worrying as much Mm -hmm. but at the same time I am checking the news to see, okay, masks on people, like it's back, you know, that kind of weird feeling. That's what I mean by the, like the eye of the storm somehow, because it's literally all around us everywhere. Oh no, Iceland, I think, I think Iceland is still COVID free. There's like, I think a handful of countries are, are (laughs) the same. The ones that are very, very less populated. Yeah. And islands, right? So there's no land, whatever. Right. So, um, had less travel. Yeah. yeah. But look, we get new cases every day now because people arrive from international destinations and they yeah. test positive and that's, that's a fine, you know? And I'm also worried a little bit about, um, a potential stigma. Like, I don't think anyone chooses to be, I mean, hopefully <laughs> no one chooses to be, um, to carry COVID-19, right? Like that's not. You don't get out uh, like of bed a, in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get infected. Like a new, yeah, <laughs> like a new, uh, a new class system or a division of like the infected and the, the not infected. Yeah, because this, there's all yeah. this, there's all this talk about COVID cards and tracing oh, and really? tracking and all kinds of dystopian things. And Oof. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, so cards I'm, to be like, I've had it, or or I'm, you know, no, I believe. I believe the last thing that I heard of was around you can carry this type of car, let's say, on you 
that does what say Apple and Google systems would normally do through mobile phones, but more oh. industrial strength. So for contact tracing, but so imagine everyone has a card on on themselves, and you you hear or you're notified that somebody you came in contact with is now a COVID, confirmed COVID nineteen person. So then yeah. you know you need to get yourself tested. By the way, since we spoke, Mara got COVID nineteen tested, so my daughter got tested. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, we should talk about that. Yeah, so... How come? Just her? Yeah, just her. Yeah. So she had a runny nose for a day and then a fever. Huh? And we followed the process and called, yeah. called our health, li- health line and then called uh, the general practitioner, the GP, our family doctor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had to schedule a test. And uh, we went, we drove... Actually, my husband drove to the... Um, medical center and stopped in the car park and uh oh my god the mm. uh the gp was <laughs> awesome so um on the phone when when i booked the uh, testing session he told me what to tell mara so that she wouldn't have a traumatic mm. experience and I'm like how can she yeah. not have a traumatic experience you're gonna go into her brain with a, a probe right. you know like <laughs> <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I thought the the procedure is pretty. Uh, it's pretty invasive. Pretty jarring, right? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. invasive. And said, so, "Look, I will come and I will pretend to be a spaceman, an alien." I'm like, "I beg your pardon." <laughs> like, yeah, I will be an alien who's come to Earth to steal boogers from children. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my so he dressed up in his overalls, as you have, like the basically the really? PPE equipment. And apparently he was like uh, wobbling from like one leg to another and just like skipping in the car park, pretending to be in like low gravity environment with this, oh, that's funny. <laughs> with this Q-tip in his hand. And then. Uh, yeah, but she's smart enough to like, uh, to know, right? Like but, this doesn't make sense. But, but the thing is, that, well, things we prepared her, we said, oh, this is what's going to happen. Uh, it's going to like a game of spaceman and whatever. Yeah. And uh, he had to, I think, uh, I think he had to spend like five seconds collecting samples or whatever in total. So Mara had to count, yeah. you know, ta- oh, wow. Tahiru, Atoru, Farima, one, two, three, four, five, you know? And um, uh the, apparently the last second that was the most painful that's what mara says but when when she came home she was actually blaming the booger she said the last booger did not want to leave her <laughs> nose so she was no oh, yeah. she was no upset with ourselves with us or mm-hmm. with the with the, the physician she was upset with the booger and <laughs> the, the pain went away like she had a little bit of pain for that evening and then it just went away as you might expect but yeah. she has no phobia or no uh, fear of going back to the GP. We drove past the GP uh, place a, f- a couple of mm-hmm. times and there was absolutely no resentment or no like of fear or anything. So I have to, I have to take my hat off. I think at least our GP has gone out of his way to make this experience as, I don't know, least traumatic or scary as possible and yeah. made a huge effort to try and make it, I can't believe I'm saying this, fun. You know, like, mm. uh, yeah. so, you know, we were talking at one point about the newfound respect I have for <laughs> teachers or educators. Yeah. Uh, I have to I say, think a lot of, I hope a lot of people do after yeah. being home with your kids so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the same way I have to say some some of our medical staff like uh, have demonstrated just how much humanity they still have. Like mm-hmm. I confess many a time I was worried that because they see blood and broken limbs and sick people all the time that maybe they, they lost their humanity a bit. But oh, yeah. but that doesn't seem to be the case at all. So um some of some of this stuff is in a way in a weird kind of way positive or at least for for me. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been a crazy couple of months. Uh I have to say like we've been transitioning from the covid world and then I started a new job, you started a yeah. new job. Yes. Yeah, yeah let's been, uh tell me a, tell me about should, your should we your unpack job. The, unpack that? Uh yeah, let's do it. <sighs> Well, first of all, I don't know. I don't know if anyone from my new job is listening, so I kind of hope they know. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's interesting. Uh, it's very different, to be clear. Like I've gone mm-hmm. from a company where there were seven hundred people to one that's like less than fifty. So it's it's <laughs> so definitely kind of it's, yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely definitely different. But today I had lunch with a couple of my uh, old workmates, and uh, I guess the the overarching theme for how I feel is, is happy. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like I can, I can be useful and contribute real fast. The learning is so intense. There's just so much I need to pick up or I want to pick up. And the domain is actually a lot vaster than I thought. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of hardware, there's a lot of software, a ton of systems, um, and um, a lot of partners. So actually a lot more business partners than I had previously. Um, All kinds of partners, like commercial, governmental, you name it. uh, So the learning is absolutely incredible. Um, But then again, I feel, uh, how how do I put this? I feel useful, you know, and uh, I, I don't know, like I'm, Time just flies. Every time I'm in the office, I feel like just, oh my God, it's been an hour. How is, how is today finished? It's, it's crazy. Isn't it's, that nice? Oh, when you it's have a job so like good. Yeah. And, you know, like it's, for me, it's now day 15. So I've been mm-hmm. there three weeks and it really feels like three days, you know, like three weeks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have to say, um, this company, somehow they managed to build this culture of uh, like positiveness and, uh, I don't know, like, um, upbeat kind of good vibe, uh, great banter. I don't yeah. know. I really like the environment. It's, it's different. I'm not saying it's better or worse. That's not the point. The point is that it's, it's fun. I look forward to going to, going to work every day. Um, I do miss my old teammates quite a bit. Like I miss my the relationships, right? Oh my god! After after yeah. a decade of working with some of those people, yeah. it's just in many ways yeah. it feels like I left a, a a big chunk of myself when I left. You know, like mm-hmm. you don't want to know how much I cried on the, my last day at work. Like I was just <laughs> broken. I was a broken yeah. human being. Um, and mm. look, I'm glad I did because um, it was kind of a confirmation that it was all real. And all built on, uh, I don't know, on honest interactions, on on genuine mm-hmm. relationships, on, you know, like there was no, 
it was that was not just a job for me. My my previous employer, I working at Remy was a dream come true in many ways, and it was that's why it was so hard to leave too. It, it, it's yeah, <laughs> it was definitely not easy, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and my team just just really did not make my living easy on me. They the things they did on the last few days just uh, just yeah made it very very difficult for me to keep my composure i'm not yeah. sure if i sent you a, a screenshot of what they did to yeah. the main app thing i was like what is yeah. going on <laughs> i, I was like this, uh, that's pretty cool that was that's just cool. crazy um so um yeah yeah but then again look the the new team that i found i feel like um I feel ten years ten years younger. You know, I really do. Yeah, like, I, is it, it like a stress stress level is a lot less, or the the cognitive, or what's? Uh, I yeah. feel like I'm using parts of my brain that I have not used in a long time uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to. Um, how would I put this? I was so familiar with everything that I was doing at Remy. I don't want to say I was comfortable. I was familiar. Mm -hmm. Like everything kind of made sense. I understood the whys behind everything that was, you know, part of the system. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I actually, I knew where to dig to find answers. I was a lot more autonomous or a lot more, you know, like. Well, you have like the complete domain knowledge. And I've come. Yeah. Yeah. And I've. I've come yeah. to a company where I need to be able to help and to contribute by far from being the expert in so many of the things there. So mm-hmm. uh, I have to find the right ba- balance between learning and helping. Like today I was able to help in more than one way. And that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yay, I'm useful. But as today <laughs> also I got to learn a lot of stuff. Like I was a bus driver for an hour or two. That was really, oh, really, really, yeah, pretty much. I didn't, drive, oh, cool. I, I didn't drive the bus. I had all the equipment that the bus driver works with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, absolutely, I feel like a kid in a <clears throat> sandpit, you know, just like pushing <laughs> buttons and playing with printers and just like, oh, oh that's fun. It was really, really fun. Um, and, uh, and, you know, um, one thing I really have to uh, take my hat off for and, uh, and really admire about the new employees the diversity of the team, Todd, like it's such an incredibly diverse team. It's, it's just so good. Um, I don't know how to describe the relief that I feel when I walk in the office and there's all types of people. I'm surrounded by a lot of very different types of people. And in my previous employ- employment, um, that's what we were striving for. We were working yeah. towards getting to that state and to discover that in my new job it's already been pretty much achieved or it's so far ahead of, you know, where I was at. It is just so good. It's, it's, it reinforces the fact that it's possible, you know, yeah. that it's not a utopic it, dream to have it, yeah. a good diversity, diverse kind of team. And it's just, oh, love it. Well, has that been a conscious effort since the beginning? Like, has that just been part of their, you know, culture or part of the uh, the underlying values of the company? I think I think it must be. It must have. It must have been part yeah. of the organization. Like, um, the first few people that started must be. You know, must be. Yeah, 
And look, kudos yeah, to everyone who's contributed. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I just feel like an yeah. obligation almost to not let them down with my <laughs> hires. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Great. How's your uh, How's your new gig? Congrats on changing jobs, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's really good so far. It's um, similar, right? Uh, I went from really small to a really really big company. <laughs> so, so you went the opposite um, direction. <laughs> I went the opposite direction. Um, but you know, it's funny because it's like a lot of the same. It went really small, uh, and where I. I came from was a consulting business and the projects that I had, you know, I knew everything, you know, I knew I had full autonomy and I, I knew everything about the project and every little, you know, problem or, or caveat. So in that respect, right, it's the same. Uh, and then going to a, a very large uh, organization with um, just a large, you know, development team within that um, we have like, I don't know, around like 70 or something uh, developers in this uh, this particular part of the, the IT team. Um, and uh, anyway, like I, I am just a member of a very small team, right? I have a team of like five people and there's just so much going on that I can't know everything <laughs> and you can't have the full knowledge and you have to just zero in on you know, okay, well, I got to learn a little bit of stuff, but I also have to do some work. And this is the area that, you know, I can contribute right now and, and feel good about, um, while also, you know, continuing to learn more and more about the larger, you know, the larger project and the larger organization. So it's funny cause that really is, um, you know, similar. I, I heard myself <laughs> in what you were saying. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's uh it's been uh very um interesting so far. Uh I am a lot happier. Uh, I'm a lot uh you know, um more stress-free, I guess. Uh so I wonder so, yeah, if the challenge uh, is what people gives us are this great. energy. Yeah, it's the challenge. It's also just, you know, it everything is new. Um you know, you're not you don't have ruts that you're into yet. Mhm. Um, I say yet because, you know, I've changed jobs many times, so I'm sure they will come. However, uh, you know, this having, being very large, there's a lot of places to go and projects end after a few months and, you know, you have a new team, you have a new project that, uh, that you work on. So, um, yeah, the, the people are great. Um, I knew one guy, um, beforehand uh and i actually ended up working with him so that's uh that's interesting um i get to work with him every day and uh yeah everybody's super nice um very helpful uh you know they're very um like understanding of uh of like everybody being at home <laughs> and like that it's not a, a traditional way to start a new job <laughs> remotely um, I've never done that. I've never wanted to be a, a full-time remote person. So, um, you know, it's, it's been surprisingly, it's been like super smooth transition to working at home, but I don't feel like it because it's super easy to, um, you know, just fire up a, a video call or, or a new chat message with somebody. Um, so you know, I think having those tools 
makes it easier to mm-hmm. to stay in collaboration, even though you know I've never met any of these people <laughs> in physical <laughs> life, <laughs> but you know we uh we do like numerous calls every day, so um do you do anything for like social connectedness or culture yeah. or yeah, yeah, we have um periodic meetings and stuff, and then we'll have um just like a you know somebody will will kind of just fire up a a chat with i don't know 10 or 15 people and it's like oh let's just hang out for 15 minutes like you know go get go get a drink or go get you know some food or something and let's just sit around and talk you know let's uh yeah kind of like when you were in the office and you would just go to the kitchen or go to the cafeteria or whatever and and get you know get a get a coffee or get a snack or something so you do that daily maybe or uh we do that i would say once a week once or twice a week at mm-hmm. the most right now um so you know that's with a little bit larger team so it's kind of at times it's awkward right to be on a video call and there's a bunch of people and i don't know any of them and you know they're laughing and having fun but i've been like actively <laughs> trying to insert myself and um you know I actively try to like jump on to those those jokes or um you know that razzing and uh and it seems to um I don't know it seems to be going okay people people seem to like me talk the outgoing <laughs> awesome I mean I try right I I'm normally not um <laughs> but like I kind of push myself into that so Um so I don't know the the group that I have right now um I've I've clicked with really really well so awesome. I enjoy talking to them yeah yep so um so yeah I uh I don't I don't think any of them know about my podcast yet um or you know our our podcast yet so it'll um I'm sure it'll happen you know I'm sure it'll come out and we'll have some new listeners but um, some new jokes <laughs> Yeah yeah it's uh It's fun. I like it. So, and you know, I'm I'm back into a uh, tech stack that I've really enjoyed. Uh we use .net core for everything. Mm-hmm. Um and a bunch of Microsoft products. Uh but you know, I develop on a MacBook and I use Rider. You know Rider? No, I don't know Rider. Uh it's like IntelliJ oh, for yeah. .net. Okay. Yeah. Um so that so was actually not, cool cuz you're not previously using I used Studio Android Studio. Yeah, no. Okay. Wow. So it's funny cuz like, you know, previous job I was doing a bunch of Android stuff and Flutter stuff and you use Visual Studio or uh Android Studio for that, yeah. which is IntelliJ. And now I'm on Rider, which is IntelliJ. So it's like super comfortable transition. Okay. Because the IDE, sometimes your IDE as a developer like your tools are a huge uphill, yeah. let alone the problem that you're trying to achieve. You're like, you know, where's this button? How do I set this setting? How do yeah. I, yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes just your your tooling takes a lot. Um so that was kind of fun. But yeah, I um you know, I I'm definitely on the fence still. Uh you know, before starting, I was like kind of looking forward to getting back to Visual Studio and getting back to Windows. And then um you know, that's not we're a mixed environment. There's a lot of different setups. A lot of different people have a lot of different setups and mm-hmm. .NET Core, you know, allows you to to do that. Um so I guess it's been um I don't know. It's been good, right? It's been educational <laughs> doing all of this mm-hmm. uh on a Mac. Um so 
uh, you know, there are definitely at, at times where I'm like, come on, writer, you know, this, <laughs> this is a, a thing that's been in Visual Studio forever and, you know, come on, let's do this. But, uh, but so far so good. So do you um, keep like a bootcamp yeah. image of windows just in case you need to boot up windows or no, uh, I just have my, my personal, but I don't, you know, like I don't even need to, to use windows ever, which is just. It's, it's surprising to say that I mean, in the same paragraph back, right? with like .NET, but I don't need Windows. I know. I know. But you know, so we actually ran into an issue, and I, I probably shouldn't go into any specifics, but yeah. we ran into an issue where um, I, I don't think we would have discovered it if we were all on the same environment, like the same mm-hmm. uh, heterogeneous, is that the right word? Heterogeneous environment? Yeah, no, then, that means different types of environments. Oh, no, homo- homogeneous. Sorry, That's right. I always yep. mix those up. Uh, yep. If we Sorry. were all in the same like homogeneous environment, we probably wouldn't have discovered the issue as soon as we did, which was like before it was even committed. Right, we were still like in PR, mm-hmm. and <laughs> somebody else had a different, completely different setup, and he's like, "This doesn't work at all. What's going on?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we're like, oh wow, that's awesome! And I'm like, that's why we value diversity, baby. Value diversity. Some people should be running Macs. Yeah. Some people should be running Windows, and some people should be running Linux. Like, we should keep it this way because this is how we find bugs. So yeah, I actually somebody was telling me about a situation where they were developing on a platform, but because of that, they made sure their integration server was on a different platform for a very similar reason. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. So, so anyway, I mean, so into that, we, uh, you know, we use a bunch of Microsoft stuff and, uh, teams. We use Mm -hmm. teams. I like teams a lot. And, uh, I don't know. Have you used teams? What do you guys use at your new? Yeah. So we have a bunch of systems and, uh, I, (laughs) oh boy. If anyone listens from work, this is going to be quite the revealing moment. So, um, I have, yeah. So we use Slack. (laughs) We use Slack for a lot. Of, of the company communication but um the first hire i was privileged to make is um, a woman who's just moved back to new zealand and um, we are spinning up a couple of small projects where we're working closely together and i was fighting the system because we have like sharepoint and we have all kinds of office 365 mm-hmm. tools and without using teams they are really difficult to use yeah and then i uh jokingly or half seriously spoke to my colleague about let's try teams for this project and look we'll set up a team just for the people who work on it you already have it yeah it's already there everything's set (laughs) up right so um i mean the groups for people were not really set up necessarily the way we need them to be so it wasn't necessarily that straightforward to set up the Mini yeah, team. but you didn't have to like sign up yeah. for another. No, 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 nothing like that. No, no, no. Yeah. So right. we've gently set up, and literally every three or four hours, we have a revelation like, oh my God, did you see? You can do this in Planner. It's like a Kanban board, and oh, it's like Trello on crack, and you can do this. And look, we have an email distribution list now for this. And oh, no way. I just fired up this thing in Word to take some minutes, and I saved it into the SharePoint folder that matches the group. And oh my, it just showed up there. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. I mean, Calendar, I set up an invite in calendar yeah. and look at that it's already attached the whole um uh, mid videos link and it's kind of like a revelation after revelation yeah. and we go like oh so funny. I, 
I wish she did that. And then she'd be like, uh, have you tried right clicking? It does. Like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Everybody who, uh, who, who eventually gets into teams is like, why didn't we do this earlier? And I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not a paid spokesman or whatever, Neither. but like Slack is great, but it, it, it's, there, it's really not a competition. They're completely different pieces of software. Yeah. Slack is just chat. Right. And yeah, Slack is IRC. IRC for non-nerds. Yeah. That's what Slack is. Yep. And yep. it's okay. And it's absolutely yeah. okay. It's fine. But teams, if you're working on a project, Teams really mm-hmm. seems to bring everything together. Like we use yeah. the wiki like functionality. I've been creating tabs for Word docs, for minutes, for whatever, yeah. for project yep. planning, for all these kinds of things. And I, for the first time in a long time, I'm not fighting the tools. It is yeah. just the integrated, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Nice. <laughs> well, with any system, right? Whether it's Apple system or, or a Microsoft system or even Google, right? Like once you go into that vertical stack, everything becomes easier. More and seamless. Yeah. Sometimes you resist it, right? And you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to. But I don't know. Sometimes you just need to get your work done and you just need to work with somebody on a project. and you know, if you can, if you can give up that, uh, I don't want, I don't know, ego is the right, whatever, but if you give up that resistance, then yeah. you're like, the tools go to the background and you really can work on your yeah. work, the thing that actually matters. But it is, yeah. I think it is a little bit overwhelming for at least some of my colleagues, because I know they've tried several systems for certain functions and Mm -hmm. this is just another one or sorry yet another one so i can empathize with that so we have these company meetings let's say every week and they've tried to use the slack functionality but that has a limit on how many people can attend and they've Mm -hmm. tried teams and because it was straight in like just let's dive in and start with an old company video that didn't work so well Hmm. so they gave up on that and then they tried zoom and zoom worked better than just teams and that makes sense because zoom is single purpose like just do video calls right right so um and look whatever works ultimately it should be people before processes and tools should just be enablers not friction but yeah had there been a team set up the way it would normally be set up all you'd have to do is a calendar invite and even bloody outlook has a custom button that just says join (laughs) meeting you know like I know every single meeting that I have, every single thing, it's got the little um, blurb at the bottom, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, join, join your meeting, join Done. your team's meeting. Done. And it's You're just like, so easy. easy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my colleague and I, we've had these, uh, like, oh, you won't believe the one I just found. This also works. <laughs> so, uh, and she, what was it? Oh, I wish we could have tags. I'm like, yeah, those color things, they are tags. Oh, I wish I could rename them. Like, oh, wait, we can. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just been so fun. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I am now infatuated, sadly, with Microsoft products. And look, to be fair, before joining, uh, before joining Snapper, um, I already, I had transitioned my family from G Suite to, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to say what really blows me away is just how well and how smooth it is to use both side by side. So I have the whole business and all work 365 set up. And I also have my family set up. Oh boy, is it a joy. I, I was always fighting G Suite between my personal and my work. 
Right. On, like on the same machine or on the yeah, same Yeah, same browser. machine, same browser, same everything. And really? Microsoft Microsoft has desktop apps and they're just yeah. so good compared to like yeah. me five and even in the browser, like uh even in the browser it's it's hmm. a lot easier. Like switching between profiles and doing stuff, it's it's kind of like they have a timestamp on those cookies or something. It was like last <laughs> last last recently used. Okay, I'm gonna keep you in this account. And look yeah. at OneDrive integration with iOS, wow. Like literally, wow. It's so fun and so easy. I'm not sure how familiar you are with uh, the files app and sharing yeah. on, on iOS or on iPad. No. But I there's haven't. like a files, like a meta app that OneDrive, G Drive, whatever, they can be providers like Box and Dropbox oh, and yeah. iCloud. Yeah. So they're all providers to this file app. And OneDrive just very nicely does multi setup or multi user. So when I go to save yeah. a file in my via files, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to send it to my personal OneDrive or to my work OneDrive. Or and even when <laughs> I go work, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go in SharePoint or not. So it's just, it's just so, it's just so good. It's just so seamless. That's, that's so interesting because I don't, you know, I um, I don't do a lot of files mm-hmm. on my iPad. Um, and you know, a long, 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 long time ago, I had an iPhone, and I remember doing anything like file based oh. was like just you couldn't, you just couldn't do it, right? Correct. Like it was like you wanted to have a file, and then you would sync with iTunes, and then it was like somehow in like the back alley of itunes you could get to like the files that you synced or something it was like this crazy really bad like hey there are no files in this system right that was like the the intention was that there are no files in this system and you're like no sometimes i just need to download a pdf right and save it and (laughs) you know yeah so so you're saying that's a lot better now (laughs) yeah you can even share entire folders mate like an oh, entire okay. folder, not oh. just files, folders. You can share them with people. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's did funny. I did I tell oh. you that iPadOS has a really proper like mouse cursor thing? Have you seen how it works? It's what? brilliant. Oh, right. In iOS. In iPadOS. Well, iPad. Maybe iOS too. I haven't tried on iOS. On iPadOS now you can. So um, Really? Yeah. Like I have, I have the fancy iPad keyboard thing. It's almost like a computer. Pad. Well, here's the thing. But don't you remember there was that little kid on the ad that said, yeah, What's a computer? yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, here's the thing. I, I use my iPad so much more since they turned on that, uh, that feature or whatever, because hmm. it used to be buried as an accessibility feature, but now with oh, the yeah. new whatever keyboard and trackpad is, I just, I just use it hips. It's become a hmm. second computer for me. And, I was in a meeting this morning, actually, at work. Uh, no, yesterday morning. And um, um, I um, I was using my laptop as like a glorified webcam so it would capture more people mm-hmm. in the room. And it's like, oh, crap, I need to take minutes. So I just took out my iPad and it was like, yeah. I was using another computer. It was just perfect. Um, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Like, I think... I think that um you know you were talking about people fighting the system or <laughs> or yeah. uh, kind of like refusing to just play the game. I think Apple has finally kind of listened and allowed let's say semi pro yeah. users to to get what they've always needed, which was like yeah. pointer support for reach apps like I use say Word on an iPad Word 
even if it has large buttons, it's not meant to be like tap these deep menu hierarchies to turn on yeah. features with a finger. Like it's so much quicker yeah. with a pointer, you know? Well, even just like typing, right? Like typing on an iPad without a keyboard, like just the on-screen keyboard. Like you're, you can't type more than, I, you know. Not for an hour, very that's short. for sure. No, like it's just not practical. Like you just can't. You just can't do it. Like you could type a, a text message or some really small stuff, or you know, if you're going to open up a Word doc and start typing, it's going to be really slow and it's really tedious because it's just not the right physical media for that. You know? Yeah, you're you're right. I think when they added that keyboard and pointer support thing, which by the way they implemented beautifully, the way the pointer morphs into an app icon, it just transitions back into a dot. It's just, it's glorious. It's wonderful to use. That's cool. Um. My iPad stopped being just a consumption device, right? Like I mm-hmm. use it to get mm-hmm. work done, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, like mine right now, like I don't do any of that. Mine's just, right, I just read, 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 and look at pictures, and yeah, mm-hmm. it is a consumption. I'm not really producing anything. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> my, iPad, my iPad has been liberated. It's just... <laughs> I'm useful. <laughs> uh, speaking of other things that Apple has uh, turned on, um, have you been uh, following the news? Have you seen what uh, iOS 14 is about to bring? Uh, a bit. I've been very busy, so uh, my tech news is a little rusty. Um, I knew there's a new iOS 14, uh-huh. and there's some uh, new hardware things on the horizon for Apple. Um, but, did you um, hear that iOS is getting widgets? I did, yes. Oh, yeah. No, 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 wait. I did. Uh, I, this was, what, a couple of weeks ago, I think now, or or a week or two ago. And uh, it's like the best release of Android. <laughs> 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 iOS mean, 14 is like the, the best Android released yet. <laughs> because it is. It's like, right, there were so many features that you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yep, I've, yep. Yep, we have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be that. See that. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, that old thing that nobody uses anymore. Widgets. <laughs> like, I don't use widgets anymore. But, you know, I don't know. Here's, they, uh... here's something that I want us to call out now, just so we can say we told you so. Um, because <laughs> Apple has finally, <laughs> finally done widgets on home screens and stuff like that, not just in that today view, what I suspect will happen is designers will start designing widgets. Yeah. So I yeah. wonder if we're going to see, and this is my prediction, a resurgence of widgets on Android <laughs> as a uh, result. probably will be. Because they will probably. probably design them for iOS. Oh, we need to have them on Android as well. Yeah. And see, that was the biggest thing about any widget that I've ever, um, that I've ever like actually tried to use or put on there i'm like oh this is basically useless it doesn't really show me enough info mm-hmm. or it's too um it's designed too by a developer small. it's designed by a developer and i'm like eh, i'll just open the app yep. because why bother it's just the widget is basically useless most of the time basically useless so yeah getting um you know some <laughs> non-developers <laughs> to design widgets would be good and to surface the right info out of an app. Yeah, so I... And I, something beyond stocks and weather and the the usual suspects, right? Like, how many times those. can we do, right? How many times can we do those? Like, no, let's get some real, you know, your app that has, I don't know, tracking your exercise or whatever. Like, yep, 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 yep. 
too I mean, real. I iOS 14 is... beta 2 already has that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, um... Um, yeah, but it's yeah. it's like um, I'll put in the show notes um, a link to um, like the iOS 14 preview and what's new. But there's there's a ton of new stuff, and yeah. I've been running the beta since they were released, and um, on my main phone, on my main phone, really, yeah. yeah. And Ooh. it's been this. Say hello to the second iOS 12. Like iOS 12 was rock solid. 13 mm-hmm. was. Um, a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the okay. betas. Okay, I'm just okay. and this like look, no impact on battery life. Super, mm. super solid. Like just really solid. It's just I'm very impressed. I'm actually awesome. I'm blown away by how stable it is. Mm. And um, yeah, um, it's I don't know. Like it's impressive because I know that um, so many of those devs had to work from home and had to adjust to a new uh, way of life. I mean, yeah. California is quite badly hit by COVID. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I don't think Apple had the reputation for a company that enables their staff to work from home necessarily. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure how they pulled it off, but they did. So well, uh, even, good job. Even Google, right? Like Google encourages people to be at the office. And mm. I... Um, Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they encourage, like, they'll let you work from home, but they encourage you to be at the office to be able to have, like, chance interactions, like, to be able to just run into somebody or to be able to just have the, you know, um, I mean, think about all of the, the successful side projects yeah, that are now, like, main products that, you know, if it was a, a remote company, like, it might not have happened. So I, I definitely understand yeah. um, both sides of that, where you know sometimes you want people in the office so when they're just screwing around at lunch in the cafeteria you know it's it's actually um i don't know profitable for the company yeah uh, fair but yeah i can't believe you're running beta i um you know android 11 is uh a thing is out in um yeah i could put that on but i've been scared uh normally i do and i don't know maybe it's just you know covid and want my phone to work but but then again like we're all at home so what does it matter you can keep it plugged in all day you don't have to worry about battery life i know i it's strange i've kind of um i thought about it and then i was like eh, i probably shouldn't put that on my phone i should just wait until there's a little bit more of a an official version but but now i um i don't know maybe i'll take some of your your guts and uh And enroll my phone in the beta. I don't think you can put iOS 14 beta 2 on your Pixel. <laughs> no, it's not going to work. <laughs> somebody has. <laughs> in the in the infinite world of possibilities, somebody has already done it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how iOS 14 is um, actually trying to preempt some of those um, questions of why can't I do this with iOS? Like, I'm not sure if you saw in the news, but um in iOS 14 you can change your default email app. <laughs> I know it's crazy. <laughs> you know how many times I'm on my iPad and either mail or safari, like I don't use safari, opens up and I'm like I'm like no, I don't want safari. I none of my passwords are here. I want Chrome and I don't know what my Vanguard password is. 
Like I literally don't know it. It's just, it's a mile long and I just don't know, you know? And yeah. Well, well yeah. you'll be able to change. That's, that's great. You'll be default. able to change default your default um, browser too, not yeah. just, um, not just email. Um, yeah. But on the bright side though, there's a lot of good stuff coming with 14 on, on privacy. And I know Android 11 as well, like um, Android 11, uh, is improving the privacy options around, I think, location. Um, then some new permission level for just once mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Oh, I think so. And then it, um, after a certain amount of days of not of like using no, them, no use, it like revokes the the permission. S- such yeah. a such a cool thing to yeah. do. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, because um, if you don't use the app, like, yeah. why should they still have? Yep. Yeah, Apple's yeah. gone really aggressive with uh, privacy in 14. They've um, elevated into the product page on the App Store, uh, like an entire new section uh, for each um, app where um, developers have to sel- self-report the, uh, the their privacy yeah. practices, like the new- what data they label. collect and, um, and right. stuff. Sorry? It's like a nutrition label. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Like on all, all of our food, right? And I, I don't know if you guys have to have uh, on your, your yeah, food. Yeah, we do. I think we do. nutrition label. Yeah, I think yeah. we do. <laughs> but there's stuff like recording indicators. So for example, if I'm if my camera is activated, there's a special mm. light that turns on a tiny wee dot. Or same for the microphone. So if an app tries to record me. So say I'm using, yeah. I'm going to pick an app that I don't like. Say Facebook Messenger. Yeah. It prompts me once to say, hey, in order to make calls, we need your microphone. I'm like, okay, for this call, you can use the microphone. But then you launch the app again, right? And you Mm -hmm. see the microphone turns on, or you could see. I'm not saying that you do see. Yeah. yeah. So why is the microphone? Why is it recording? Right. Like, I'm not in a call right now. The same way when apps read your your clipboard, and there's been a ton of applications mm-hmm. caught like red-handed, like LinkedIn and others. Uh, they you know, get... I didn't even think about clipboard stuff, right? Oh my God, like they, you launch the app and now That's I always drop this notification, like this app has pasted whatever you copied in this other app. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and it's rampant everywhere. It's rampant. And you're like, wow. wow exactly. Like, I'm as a developer, like for some reason, I never even thought of that. Like, I never even thought of, like, hey, let's see what's on the clipboard. Yeah, you need, but like, you need to work on your level of dodgy. Remarkable. Your level of dodgy is quite low. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah. there's, like, I love this one feature I really, really like. You know how I had that um, be under my bonnet around photos? There's, a like, a limited photos library access thing. So you can choose. Mm. You can give permissions to an app to only access certain photos. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, that's brilliant. Just brilliant. Yeah, so um, I am pleased to see some of that stuff. I'm, I'm more, the thing that's really surprising is I'm more likely to give an app a chance. Like previously, I'd be yeah. like, nah, I don't think I trust you. Deny. But now yeah. because I have these really granular levels of permissions, I am a lot more likely to, to give a go to a, an app I mm-hmm. don't know. So hold on. I, I want to, uh, I want to, oh my God, I want to dive in. I hate that, but I want to dive in on that photo thing a little bit Mm -hmm. because, so, you know, in Android, right, the whole, um, intent system of sharing data around and like, yeah, you, as an app, you can be like, Hey, let me access your 
photos, right? And you could just build your own photo browser in Correct. an app. Yeah. Or your app can say, hey, I need some photos. And it just launches another app, which would be like the system photos app. And you pick a couple of pictures and then the the system photos would just return those photos to the calling app. So the calling app never has full access. Mm-hmm. So does um, does iOS have that previously or is that now what it's So doing? the way it worked previously, it was I need to either access your camera to take photos or I need to access mm-hmm. your photo library to select photos. And it was just... You got everything. So you got a... It was never was system, like, hey, yeah, the, launch a, me an app where you can pick a couple of photos and then come back when you're done. It was never... So the way it works is the system would give you access to a UI image view controller or UI photo view controller or something. I can't remember what it's mm-hmm. called now. And that would present or give you access into the photo library or the camera roll or whatever you set up you had on your yeah. iOS device. But once you, um, if you grant that permission, technically you could still go and browse the photos or you could do mm. like a, like say, for example, I have my OneDrive scheduled to back up my photo library to uh, uh, to the cloud. And yeah. it does that even when I'm not like running OneDrive uh-huh. in the foreground. Yeah. So that yeah. was a level of permission. But now with iOS 14, uh, they've um, changed it. So the, um, um, but, 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 but I think it's a separate process altogether and kind of like what you're talking about your second example yeah it's like the application yeah so I think in the previous thing. approach it was yeah. in the same process although you would select some stuff then you, the developer could do some stuff yeah with a new system or the new approach um, you select some photos and then that's the, those are the only photos that your application can access and they yeah. also build a custom like a really nice uh, photo picker, I think I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, they just announced oh, it in iOS 14, where you ha- can really in. easily browse albums yeah. and galleries and whatever. It's really powerful and kind of get those photos. So yeah. you have, you don't really have a good reason anymore to build your own custom photo browser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, hmm. they've also done cool stuff yeah. like for location. So you you really have to have a very good reason to expect or to request a granular um, location access. So they will give you like a, they will give you a rough location or an approximate, I think they call it location Mm -hmm. instead. So like a big disc or a big um, area. So it's, um, it's it's a lot more difficult for an app to, to guess exactly your, uh, your location when you use the app. And um, even more so, if you want, with iOS 14, if you want always on location access, you can't do that from within the app anymore. You have to go into the system settings. So wow. much more explicit. You can't trick users into like turning on, always yeah. on location access. Mm. Wow. So I'm, yeah, I think, look, say, say what you like, but I think Apple has been pushing really hard yeah. the whole privacy story. And it's in Safari now they have the whole like security or tracking badge so you can see all the trackers. And it's, (laughs) let's just say it's fascinating. You you go to like theverge.com or something. (laughs) You're like, how do you have, I don't know, let me check. I'm just going to check now real time. But there were like lots and lots of trackers. 
Uh, uh, da, 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 da. We should have like some hold music now. The Verge Privacy Report. Privacy Report. You have none. <laughs> uh, there, known trackers prevented for The Verge 89. Look. Wow. <laughs> yeah, eighty nine, uh, and then 89. websites they contacted trackers eighty percent. Uh it is pretty bad. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah, but you know, um, hopefully mm. this kind of raises the let's say awareness that for, it's happening. Yeah, 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 and then people can um, make their own decisions. You know, like, mm-hmm. but without yep. without people kind of going like, what does that mean? What does tracking mean? And how does it doesn't affect me? And then hopefully they come across yeah. a geek that says, oh. well, you know that vacuum cleaner that normally costs a hundred dollars, you you will only see a hundred and fifty dollar price tags on it because they know you've never seen the one hundred dollar price tag. <laughs> so, <laughs> but. But what I really want, the thing that nobody has done yet, is that once you buy that vacuum cleaner, stop showing me ads for it because I've bought it. Like, that's the next evolution that (laughs) somehow we just can't get there. Like, yep, I bought the hose reel. How would you feel if the next time they show you the ad for the vacuum cleaner, it's actually twice the price? So if you're really good about your purchase, like, wow, what a a great deal I got. You could now show me like the accessories or (laughs) I don't know, um, other things to sell me, right? But stop showing me the thing that I've already bought. This carpet is is Dyson certified. If you buy this carpet, it will go really well with your vacuum cleaner. Something, something. (laughs) I mean, it would, right? You got to close the loop on, on my purchase, my search and purchase history. Oh, like, please, 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 Amazon, tell them that I've bought it so that you could show me a different ad. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, because it's no longer relevant. Well, anyway. One day we'll get there. One day we'll get there. Um, you know, you were saying we had something in common. Um, one more thing we have in common. Um, Thursday, I had to take my dog to the vet. Oh yeah, he yeah. Um, he's getting to that point where um, we're getting old. Yeah, so we we yeah. we came home with eight teeth in a box. Oh my gosh! And a lot of medicine and stuff. So um, yeah, it's day two. They pulled teeth. Yeah, they had to drill them out because they were rotten. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's the first time in more than 12 years when, you know, like I come home or I went to pick him up from the vet and there was no joy on his face. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Oh, really? Yeah. Every time. Like, literally, I have no memory of coming home and seeing my my boy Mm -hmm. and him not being absolutely delighted or super happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if, if somebody took eight of my teeth out, I wouldn't be very happy yeah. either, to be clear. But, wow. uh, yeah, but yeah, it's oh, it's man. hard. So he's on medication and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like oh, I did. Like when we when we met last year, I didn't think that twelve months later, <laughs> with changed <laughs> jobs, our dogs would yeah. get to that situation. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
life uh, as slow as it is at times, right? It is so fast. Like yeah. things go so quickly. Mm. The day to day is slow, but sure does. Over a year, yeah. it's quick. Well, I hope uh, you know. I hope it's not too quick or too soon. Yeah, like for your dog, that's so you can get some more time. That's what I was talking to um, my husband about. Like, we'll just have to make sure that he is happy. Like, if yeah. he he started eating again, so that's a good sign. But yeah, um, yeah. they did some blood tests, and his liver is not in the best condition. Um, yeah. So hopefully that recovers. But uh, yeah, we'll see. How old did you say? It was He's like 12? just twelve. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty old, you know. How old was your 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 dog? Uh he was like ten. Mm. Yeah, ten. But um, he had a what did I say? It was spleen, yeah. spleen ruptured. So yeah, but yeah, it was funny. Just the other day, I had um, he used to like wake me up in bed. Right, mm-hmm. he used to come over like on the side of the bed and like you know your arm sniff hanging or. Off. Yeah. yeah, and his like wet nose on your hand, right? Yeah. And my arm was hanging off, and like I had that like memory, or they had that like that that feeling of like, oh, you know, like he's gonna come and like sniff my hand, right? Yeah. Wake me up, and uh, I don't know, it's it's tough, but at the same time, like you know, it was it was an appropriate time. Mm. You know, we're on the other side of it. I'm like, you know, we're kind of. I don't know. It sounds um it sounds like I didn't love my dog, but I mean I did. But, you know, I'm kind of I don't on think to the next part that. of my life, I guess. Like I'm kind of on to the next where, you know, we like we traveled, right? Like we went up to our in-laws for for the 4th of July and you know, we don't we didn't take the dog there, so it's like you got to, you know, kennel the dog and it's just sometimes with three kids and a busy or used to be busy lifestyle like the dog was kind of hard to manage mm-hmm. so yeah but that's also so, yeah you're, you're what you what you're also saying though is that you cared about the state or oh, the condition yeah. you left the dog in like you wouldn't yeah. just go and lock him in a cage right so you had to think yeah, about no and i was always worried about like what was happening right like mm. exactly you know, so is he okay is he just barking all day long you know what's yeah. what's happening when he no. wasn't around so yeah have you yeah. have your kids have your kids been bringing up the dog or mm. have they once in a while once in a while once in a while they do yeah but not more than you know, 30 seconds, and then they're kind of on to the next. <laughs> yeah, next I mean, attention so, span for kids, like, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, they remember, though, you know, they uh, they remember him, so I'm a little surprised that they remember. That's cool. That means they can. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, well, we've paid yeah. homage to our pals. Yeah. We should probably close and, um, um, and uh, say goodbye. So uh, if anyone wants to keep in touch with us, they can follow us on Twitter at Keep in Touch FM. And if they want to follow you, they can go to Twitter and follow Todd the Land. Yep. Uh, and if you want to follow Nick on Twitter at Nick TMRO. So until next time, keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs>